All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Serious Angler podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bailey Iger. I shouldn't say as always because Andy's been running a lot of these episodes lately. It's been you boys killing the show while I've been traveling all God Earth's creation here. You know, real but- quick, Bailey, I just want to say we're a team. So, you know, <laughs> tonight, I guess I am the host because I'm you are the host. Left- upper left-hand corner or right-hand corner, whatever side I'm here. But uh, no, we're all hosts here. We all kill it. We all step in when we need to step in and fill in and take our role. We're a great team, and you guys are awesome. So Yeah, we even got Deacon yeah. out here tonight. The yeah. three of us, it's been a while, boys, since we've all been on the same stream. Dude, it has. It's derby season, man. We're busy rolling around, but yeah, it's good. <laughs> the comments yeah, are that's right. in hot. And, uh, that's right. And some less Bart from Rich. So we're already starting off real well. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight's going to be a fun show, boys. I I am beyond pumped. One we've been looking forward to and trying to configure for a while now. And uh, (laughs) Drew's listening to us driving to Champlain. I was just talking to Drew about an hour ago. Uh, I'm jealous that he's going to Champlain. I am extremely jealous. I'm sure Hunter is wishing they're going back there this year. Uh, We'll get Hunter on here in a second. But uh, Deacon, I'm curious, dude, because... We've all been traveling all over the place, and you were up at the Delta over in California the past week. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, man. Uh, the Delta is incredible. I've never been there, had never been to a tidal fishery. I was blown away. It was so cool. I've never, it's just a canal system that spans for miles and miles and miles. You can go so, so far, and it is incredible. It, Hyacin and Hydrilla, and just, it's like the Florida of the West Coast. And they'll eat super finesse stuff and you can go punch, you can frog, you can, you can catch them a lot of different ways with a chatterbait. So it was, it was an incredible event. I flew in and fished as a co-angler and, uh, I did not sign up for the side pot and I should have, cause I finished 12th. That would have been incredible. Oh, dang it. Yeah. And I had it. Oh no, that's I, wow. <laughs> it's going to sting for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a good one to do it for. It looks like uh, we're having a lot of what up guys in here. This is awesome. Thank you. Just real quick, Deacon. I'm sorry. Thank you everyone man. for joining in, but continue on the Delta. Sorry. No, it's just, it was really cool. I had a blast and learned so, so much. Uh, some incredible anglers on the West coach, West coach. coach. And uh, I coach. think <laughs> if anyone is ever gets the experience, head out there because the delta is incredible so real quick that is actually like one of my dream fisheries that i do want to get to one day when we were in san diego a few springs ago i google i was like i wonder how far the delta is from san diego it's far like three hours up the the coastline i'm like i guess it won't happen but if i ever get back to cali i'm going to the delta like i would i want to go there and clear lake for a few days it's just destination trip yeah Heck yeah, man. No, no doubt. It's something we should uh, maybe plan on too. I, I may fish that Toyota series division as a boater next year in the Western versus the centrals. And uh, if so, man, I'll just stay an extra couple of days. We can get out on the Delta fly into like Oakland. It's not very far at all. So oh, sweet. Yeah. Heck yeah. That is definitely one place I'd love to get out to, especially just for the challenge of it being so tight, like such a title fishery. And mm-hmm. like, that's just a whole other variable that I have never, ever been faced with. It'd be kind of fun, but probably frustrating at first. But when you kind of get, I was so confused. Like I was like, man, (laughs) it's cool because when that water drops, man, you can like, and and I had practiced a bunch. uh, You really can see what the grass looks like when that water's low. I mean, you can go into an area and be like, oh wow, like this is great looking. Like, and then go back there high tide, and it's all submerged hydrilla. Um, But yeah, man, it was an absolute blast and uh, bucket list place for sure. Heck yeah. 
But dude, you've been you've been out too, Bailey. Man, you were just on chick, weren't you? Was I was at? Uh, we're about to get Hunter in here in a second. I was right by his hometown. I was on his home pond. Well, now his home pond. Relocated home home pond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, dude, it was fun. It was fun. Had another good finish on the Hobie BOS series. Uh, walked away with twelfth out of one ninety six, which I'm happy with. And caught all my fish. For, I caught over forty fish on day two on a frog, and it was an absolute riot. Like. I looked at the camera that went filming for Chasing Hardware multiple times. Was like, you know what? I know I'm not going to win doing this, but I'm having too much fun to stop. So I'm just yeah. going to keep doing it. <laughs> Dude, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Got a little cash money, a little gas money coming home. And uh, now we're here, and it's uh, probably one of our biggest shows of the year and one I'm extremely excited about. But uh, before we get to that, real quick for folks tuning in tonight, stay tuned because we're going to announce a big giveaway you can only enter this giveaway if you're listening to the show. Like, we're not going to announce it on social media. It's you got to either watch it here or listen to the MP3. So, folks that are listening to MP3, you guys are going to have a shot at this giveaway. If you just keep listening, we'll get you guys the deets, uh, you know, later on in this show. But uh, before we get to all that, let's bring in our guest for today, Mr. Hunter Shryak. What's going on, dude? What's up, guys? You mean the host? How you guys doing? Day, right? I'm yeah, the host. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the host. I'm taking over the show. The host is here. Let's go. <laughs> Take it away, Hunter. <laughs> like I said before, it'd be a downward spiral if I was the host. But no, it's good to be back. Thank you guys for having me. And I, I think, yeah, it's going to be a good show. And, and the giveaway, yeah, you're going to want to be sticking around for that because it's something that if you're listening, it's, you could definitely use it. So uh, <laughs> be sure to stay tuned for that. See, it's not a downward spiral. You're doing just fine. You're doing better than what you're doing. <laughs> it's an upward spiral. Is that a thing? Because that's yeah. a new thing. <laughs> I want to hear more about the frogging. I want to hear more about the frogging. So you're at Chickamauga. You was able to catch them on a frog uh-huh. and probably never seen anybody the, the entire time. I, I saw one person on Sunday. saw one person, and they were just trying. Yeah. They were trying ledges the whole time, but they were, they were only pulling 5,000 in the morning. So like That's perfect conditions to not yeah. catch any. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I was originally running shade lines, uh, but I noticed yeah. on late on Friday, uh, and I, I didn't make the adjustment until late on day one. But I noticed on Friday when I was leaving that the mayflies were starting to hatch, and mm-hmm. noticed progressively throughout day one that more and more bluegills were showing up shallow. And right. noticed progressively as of going down a bank would hear just random push under these overhanging trees and you know what that is so right like halfway through the day just put away the mag draft picked up the frog skipped under the tree first tree i skipped under push called up and i'm like okay i'm not doing anything else for the rest of the day and then (laughs) went into day two and after day one like mayflies were everywhere like you show i showed Mm -hmm. up day two so that was just this past weekend right yeah yep yeah okay cool and uh just see a bunch of trees there's actually a a cool catch I, i really hope i got it on gopro or I saw one overhanging tree that was loaded with mayflies and purposely threw the frog into the tree, started shaking it. Yes. Mayflies going everywhere. They're going nuts, skipped <laughs> under it, and caught my biggest fish of the day doing that. It was oh super my cool. gosh. <laughs> going yeah. around. So that you just created a new technique going around, shaking the trees, circle back to it, <laughs> skip under there. <laughs> so, you know, Hunter, he has one distinct advantage here. He can be like ultra stealthy in that kayak and get up there and shake the tree with his hand. Exactly. Slowly like, back off. <laughs> yes, very true. We would, if we were in a bass boat, yeah, you'd have to go through 
a crash and everything. Shake them all. Yeah, shake them all and like circle back like 10 minutes later. They'll probably be schooling on the bank or something. But no, that's cool because most of the time, this time of the year, everyone's so concerned with the seven schools of bass that's out on the ledges that the those fish up shallow just don't get messed with. So um looking forward to doing some of that myself this week hopefully (laughs) sounds like he's gonna be running the pattern every (laughs) single overhanging tree and like even like some of the cypress trees like on the islands in the main river had them too like every tree you threw a frog at was going to get bit it was it was awesome right i didn't want to stop awesome i I genuinely if i wasn't in the money i didn't get the text hey show up to awards i probably would have stayed and kept fishing <laughs> there's perfect just one, conditions yeah just one of those yeah. days that much fun heck yeah That's i awesome. did i do love to ledge fish and i actually i called andy to like multiple to like, times i broke all of my practice rules on <laughs> thursday because i wanted to just at least see i was like going from point a to point b i wanted just to check ledges to keep it honest and i ended up finding mm-hmm. one big school and i was like screw it like i'll just make a couple casts and Throw a shaky head in there, catch a small one. Shaky head, you know, catch another small one. And then I was like, ah, whatever. I'll just make another cast. I catch a five pounder. And I was like, huh. And I'm like, this is usually when your brain in practice says stop. But I call Andy and I'm looking at the TVA app and they're not going to pull any water on the weekend. And I was like, do I just have fun and blast them right now? Or do I, you know, follow my practice rules and keep moving? And then he's like, he's Andy just of course eggs me on. He goes, catch him. <laughs> I was like, you're not going to be doing that anyways in the tournament because if they're drawing right. the water down, like just go blast them and have fun. Because yeah. when you fish the kayak championship, the bass championship on Possum Kingdom, you regretted not doing that because it flooded. So I was like, just yeah. have fun, mm-hmm. man. Like you're yeah. already in the tournament of champions or the big tournament at the end of the year. Just go have some fun. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. The app was like, don't fish ledges. And then I was in the middle of a boat lane in Chickamauga on a weekend. So I was like, don't fish ledges. So I just proceeded to just crack them for two hours straight. It was so much fun. (laughs) I was on the phone with Andy. I'm like, my brain is saying no, but my arms will keep casting. So I (laughs) (laughs) So was it a sneaky spot or was it more like an obvious place? Like if you just drove down the boat lane, you'd just find, you'd see him. So, I mean... There's it's like there was probably obvious. five bass boats that drove past me as I'm just catching them, so I just didn't care. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because if it's something like that, you might as well, you know, if it was something that you thought was a little bit off to the side, then you keep that in your back pocket. I, I'm with Hunter. You there. did the right thing. I get Hunter so scared. I get so scared sticking them, dude. Like if it's I don't. It's like, oh, but then you know, like you said, you regret it if it's uh, if it, yeah. if you're never gonna go there in the derby anyway. Oh, dude, like I felt Florida so fishing. internally conflicted though, because like I'm the same way. Where it's like catch two, three fish, yeah. I'm gone. I'm not gonna touch it. Yeah. But I was just right. like, I kept catching them. I was like, I'm my 15 fish, and I'm like, this feels so weird. I'm wasting <laughs> yeah. my time, more, but it's too much fun. <laughs> more than likely, would have never made it back to that spot without without someone else being there. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Without a boat being there or something. So, gosh. Yeah, yeah I'm looking cool, at though. the app at 6 a.m. when we launched, or first cast for us at 6 a.m., looking at TV app, and they're only pulling 5,000. I was like, yeah, I'm glad. I did not try to do anything right. likewise. So, yeah. yeah. So did they pull any current that day then? Later in the day, probably. None. It got up to None. 11,000 on day one. And day two oh, wow. was, was 4,500. 4, and then... <laughs> There's a leak in the dam. <laughs> that's that's what eleven thousand is. 
it's trickling. <laughs> they can't stop that from coming out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Day two, though, it got up to 38,000 around noon. But okay. even that, like, isn't yeah. a lot, right? I mean, it's in a lot, but it's better what's than ripping? nothing. Like, what's... ripping, I mean, I've seen, I mean, like, when you get up around 50 here, it's, okay. you know, that's definitely anywhere, I guess, on the TVA, you get, you know, and I'm no ledge fisherman you know, expertise, but usually you get up 40 to 50, you're going to have, you know, your opportunity to catch them. Then anything above that, you know, it's, it's ripping. So got it. I don't really know that threshold of too much. I think you start getting above 80 or something. It starts to get, you know, push them off into places that they typically don't set up at. So it gets a little weird, but I see. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, you were just at a place that wasn't, Look, didn't look like it was pulling much either and usually sets no. up like a ledge right. fest. But right. uh, do you want to I mean, talk a little did. bit about how Pickwick went? Yeah, like Pickwick, typical June tournament, TVA fishing. You know, you everybody's offshore. And offshore fishing, it's kind of like sight fishing. Sight fishing is fun when it's not in a tournament if that makes sense, <laughs> yeah. because there's a whole different variable when you start adding 90 other people into the mix that all know what the heck's going on. Mm-hmm. So ledge fishing, I kind of relate that in the same way because I feel like, for you know, for one, a lot of chance is involved with your boat draw, who went where, you know, and you can't control that side of things. You know, you could have every school in the lake, but if you're the last boat draw, it's like it kind of throws you off. Um, but but regardless, all of our guys found everything that you could possibly find. And the few people that found something a little bit more were in the top 10, right? You had Brandon Lester that won it off of a really, really shallow place that typically doesn't play as much this time of the year. But that's why it played for this event. That's why he ended up winning. I think he did basically all of his damage, 90 some percent of it off that one place. Um, but for me, I'm not really good at finding, I, I can find the pl- the fish, you know, and, but I'm not good at finding those sneaky places. Uh, and basically you're graphing for three days to find one or two off the wall places that you might have with, you know, only a couple other people and uh, never found that and realized after about two days of graphing that, I need to go find something else because there wasn't enough schools to go around. Uh, typically on Pickwick, like there's probably 40 to 50 schools, but for some reason it seems like this year they're a little bit behind and they're still on that secondary stuff. We had all that current the week before that had like pushing 80 for that college event. So I think that held up some fish. Um, but ultimately there was people that camped out on places offshore the entire event like on one spot and they would you know more than less do do okay or do well but it's like and for me like i can't do that i'm like feel like i'm caged in so (laughs) i pull up and make like 10 casts like they ain't biting let's go let's go to the next place (laughs) but it's like literally three boats sitting on the next place three boats sitting on the next place and so um yeah i kind of had a backup deal of just fishing shallow and had I given myself more of that uh, I think we talked about this on the last podcast I was on on here but you know I basically gave myself 
almost a day of practice up shallow. So I had to use that and make up some and still almost, I should have made the cut. I mean, user error, but ultimately goes back to just not strategizing my practice well enough. Should have picked up on the, you know, not enough schools, but you get so sucked into, uh, there's another one, there's another school. And I probably had 15 schools found, but ultimately there was about six of them that were good. Uh And of those six, I got to fish two of them. Wow. two or three of them <laughs> it down pretty quick wow yeah yeah, yeah it, it really Especially does if you want to make and, it four days right right yeah. and and those types of places that like everyone's seen and fished like those aren't the winning places it, those are more or less something to go to after the fact that you maybe had something else going on and you could go beat up on some other fish but um yeah just another lesson learned, you know, it's one of those things. It's like you said, there was a mayfly hatch and the mayfly hatch literally happened right when our event like started. There was a tail end of a shad spawn still going on. Um, you know, there's just a lot of things going yeah. on at the end of May and in, in beginning of June to think that all these fish have to be offshore, but I got sucked into it again. Here we are talking about it. Historic <laughs> fisheries. I, I think it tends Dude, to I'm done. a lot of people into doing what the book says to do on it because everybody exactly. wants to follow the book. And if we know and John anything Cox about gets that, a top 10. Gosh, man. <laughs> the book is almost always wrong for someone. <laughs> yeah. John Cox. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like that's that's the whole thing. And I'm like, I'm debating right now if I should throw in, like, for the giveaway that we're doing, all of my ledge fishing stuff. <laughs> You're on my waypoints. Get it out of here. Not, no, not no, the no, waypoints. I think he's talking tackle. <laughs> I'll take the waypoints. You know, big dredger crankbaits. I got mop jigs that, I mean, they're the size of my hands put together. I got all kinds of worms that are 14 inches long. I'm giving it all away. Hey, so, I know a guy that would gladly. You heard it here first. <laughs> I like it. Hair jigs. I mean, I got a box of hair that's like literally just like this big. It's nothing but hair jigs. Done. Done doing it. <laughs> Telling it all. To the bank. I like it. <laughs> to the bank. I'm going to the bank. To the bank. <laughs> oh, shoot. There's always, there, if there's seven fish to be caught on the bank, at least I'll have them to myself. Yeah, that's true, man. Yeah, I guess the theme of the night could be when in doubt, fire sale. Fire sale, yeah, fire sale. Oh, done. Fire. Back to motocross. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, if I didn't even have this stuff, it would probably be better because I wouldn't even be tempted. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. big 10 inch swim baits. Like, no, I don't need them. Yeah, it, the whole thing is it, it's like I was saying about sight fishing, it's fun to do it when you're by yourself, or like I could go out on chick tomorrow morning. There's not going to be a lot of pressure. I could jump on a few holes and catch them. And I mean, catch them good, but that doesn't work in a tournament, you Mm -hmm. know, because you don't know where everyone's going to be at. You don't know when the current's running. It's a whole different scenario. And unless you're really super, super comfortable with tournaments are going out of that's yeah, that too. (laughs) (laughs) And unless you're like super dialed in on knowing, because the biggest thing I probably learned with it, and you probably need to fish more offshore tournaments to realize it. It's like, you don't get bit all day. It literally comes down to uh, one or two windows that you have one or two flurries. And that literally makes up your day. 
Um, and I would have that every day on like one place. Uh, they wouldn't be big ones, but you know, all day long it would be nothing. And then they'd crank the current up to 50 or 60 and they'd just start biting. And uh, you're really fishing and waiting that entire time for that window. You know, like I said, I'm just, I'm not that patient. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're running away from the window. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Literally like I'm there in the morning when it's the worst time. And then by the afternoon that, you know, a little bit of clouds roll in, the current starts going, there's some wind, they start biting hunters on the bank, flipping yeah. docks. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I feel like that's dead on with, with, with ledge derbies, especially it's like, you either if you have if you really know it and you can run a bunch of stuff and you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about a bunch of other boats you can do it otherwise like in a high school national tournament we had 24 pounds on kentucky lake and it's literally wow. because we had one ledge we had like a right. couple of ledges but it's the first one we get on and we're like dude we only have like there's 200 boats in this thing there's so many other boats around like yep. we're gonna sit here all day and that's what we did and then they turned on right and it happened yeah like it's either that that's or you it. gotta know yeah. it so so well, or you pull a John Cox and say, "I ah, screw this, I'm going to the bank." <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot, yeah. he's my hero. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hunter, going uh, back to talking about all that dang tackle that you have in your boat that you know everyone has always got like their eye candy on, right? And things that yeah. uh, people always, you know, the, the sexy side of fishing, right? The rods, the reels, right. everything. But uh, whether you're from a kayak or a boat, you know, there's there's one thing that everyone overlooks that might be the most important thing in your entire rig. What might that be? For me, like, and this is no joke, and I'm going to get into some of this uh, here in a bit, but just the reliability of good batteries to be able to show up and have your equipment work. Cause I can't tell you how many times I've fished these tournaments. I've, you know, when I started used boats, blah, blah, blah. I've went through so many issues, but how much of a peace of mind and how much comes into play by just having a good set of batteries in your boat and how many problems it solves, like <laughs> completely solves and sleepless nights are gone because of a good set of batteries. So that's probably my number one thing to have in my boat or on the, the not sexy side of the uh, <laughs> besides tackle. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's cool. So looking at this, this four square right here, and we're going to get our surprise guest here on in a second, but uh, it's, it's kind of unique, you know, what we have going here because you look in the top left and he's a full-time guide, you know, that's what he does for work. Yep. Hunter, you are a full-time professional fisherman. That's what you do for work. And Deacon, you, you're aspiring to get to that level, right? As a tournament angler, fishing the Toyotas, traveling around the country and me doing the kayak stuff. Like we were kind of touching each niche of, of fishing from a, you know, like a competitive standpoint, guiding the whole nine yards. And right. Power is the biggest thing to keep in. You basically go throughout that entire thing. And that's what we're very excited about to talk about tonight and announce to everybody is this platform. This podcast is getting re-energized and, we're very proud to announce, and you know, we get a little get a little drum roll here. <laughs> uh, the Serious Angler Podcast, our new presenting sponsor, is now X2 Power Batteries. And uh, <laughs> see this nice new layout in the background. Awesome. And uh, you, you can't see it because our four square, but you'll see in a second because we're going to bring in our surprise guest, Mister X2 himself, Mister Sean Budiak. What's going on, Sean? 
How are you guys doing? We, we're doing great tonight. It's a <laughs> huge show for us. We're happy to get you on here. You know, you've been on Biz from the Bass Boat. But uh, X2 is not only huge for all of us, but obviously it's huge for you. And we're uh, very thankful for you for believing in the platform here. Yeah, absolutely. I think you, uh, JP, had it right in the comments. You kind of figured it out when all, all four of you were wearing X2 stuff. Yeah, it's almost like you wanted to give it away for everybody. <laughs> it was a real big secret for the first 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anybody tuning in is like X2, 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 X2. Yeah, I wonder who it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, we are super That's pumped because awesome. like like I was just talking about, like it regardless of our each of our lanes in fishing, uh, power is one of the most important, if not the most important thing to keeping you, you know, on the water doing your thing. And like, like Hunter said, without a worry in your mind of, am I going to make it back to the ramp? That type of deal. So it's, it's pretty awesome. We're pumped to be running the best in the game and uh, appreciate your support. And we're, we're excited to talk to you about fishing tonight, but I know some people have some battery questions because it's an important topic to talk about. And I kind of want to get into it with you because you have some, we've had a lot of conversations. Yeah, know, for sure. Being that we get to work together pretty close. Uh, and I just, first of all, I just want to talk or ask you is how did X2, well, how was it created? How was it, what was the inception of X2 power? It's been a unique, I'd call it a pretty cool, unique journey. And it's only been like really, you know, heck, probably 14 months, 15 months of really finally celebrating this brand. Uh, saw Jeff say best battery on the market. You know, we've had a best kept secret for so long. And it's been one of those things where great batteries are, you know, as Hunter said, is just underestimated how, how outstanding a day can be when you don't worry about whether or not that trolling motor works all day, whether or not every draft works the way you want it to work. And we've had it. We've been living it. And honestly, right now we're finally celebrating it and having guys like you, you know, being able to be the presenting sponsor for, for this show here you know being able to connect with hunter and, and just make sure he's just does not have to worry about that battery power in the back of his boat at all while he's out fishing i mean if he's fishing ledges and can't put him in the boat very well right it's it's all about oh, battery power. Got him. <laughs> love it so, now, so yeah it would have yeah John's going to be sending Hunter a text there. So about that tackle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now it's been, it's been a, a cool journey that it's, it's honestly just amazing to be able to sit here and celebrate, honestly, just what has always been a great product. And, you know, I'm, we'll talk about it in detail you know, in the coming you know, time here, but it's, it's only expanding. It's only growing. You know, the partners we've had, you know, along this journey is just been so cool. And we're, you know, at a point where we're, you know, literally, I think it feels like this momentum keeps building. The word keeps spreading. You know, I just love the comments here. I've been running X2 for several years, you know, from, from Gage. Just you see those types of things and it's, we're doing the right thing. We got the right product. And now it's time to tell the world about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And b- before we can go any further, I guess one thing that that is just, you can just see it, Sean, is the way that you have so much passion around this, man. Like it just, it, it makes everyone feel, I mean, you're all in on this, everything with batteries, you have a passion for fishing and it just shows, uh, you're, you're all in. And I don't know, it's just, it's very easy to see. And, and I just appreciate you working with us for that reason. 
Yeah, yeah. awesome. I mean, you and just all, all three of us or all four of us really having, you know, conversations off to the side. Yeah, like I said, we got a good product. Just want to make sure every, everyone is running it never has problems. You know, usually the times that we have problems, we can troubleshoot them because it's you know, usually something that we can fix. And just having those one-on-one conversations, connecting with tons of people in this industry has been, you know, so cool for a guy who's been sitting in the battery industry for 16 years and in the fifth and really working in the fishing industry for call it 14, 15 months. It's pretty cool. Heck yeah. I mean, there's so many, you hear a lot of people, and Hunter, I'm sure you hear it more than the rest of us here. Like whether it's the opens or the elites, the guys that are in the service yard and they're having electrical issues and you're like, huh, I don't have that problem. Like <laughs> choosing the right yeah. battery to start with eliminates so many issues. Right. Right. And that's, and that's pro- like kind of one of the things that I've had so many battery issues in the past when I was getting into fishing, I have a used boat. I would buy the boat from my brother from the year before. And he, you know, used it to its full potential, same set of batteries. And I'm trying to get them through the next year. Um, and it became one of them things that I was so prepared for battery problems. I would have three external chargers. So I would be up in the middle of the night changing batteries. And this is at a Bassmaster open like back in 2015, you know, Jeez. stuff like that, where it's just, it was constant. It was constant. And I was never like I was never happy with getting a new battery and feeling confident in that new battery. I was constantly going, where can I go get this battery exchanged at? I would know we've all been there in the middle of a tournament and a battery goes bad and you're worrying about where the heck can you go? There's no place to get it returned at. Um, and I hear that a lot today. I'll go through and listen to some of the college um and high school tournaments, you know how they have the live weigh-ins and stuff. So just like at Pickwick, they had the college event. And I listened just to hear how the fishing was. And you probably about five or six teams come through, say they had boat issues and it was battery problems or something along those lines. It's, you know, and it stinks because at the end of the day, yeah, you got to spend money, but it can be prevented, you know, by going to an X2 battery. And honestly, I put those batteries in. It was my first year last year running all X2 AGMs. And the real test is when we get on the road, when we're out fishing at an event and you're practicing for literally like Pickwick, I'm on the water at 5 a.m. And I didn't get off the water until 8.45 p.m. So by the time my boat gets plugged in and charged, that's not a full cycle charge like and maybe we can circle back to that with Sean on how long your batteries actually need to be charged, but they would get charged up, but that, it, but you do that three days in a row and then you're fishing a tournament and you're using your live wells, your electronics, your power poles, your this, your that, your motor. Um, that's the week that you have failure because of how much you're using them and not properly getting them, you know, back up to par and all year long, all the way through the St. Lawrence River when you're on the trolling motor and six mile an hour current and you're on it the entire day on spot lock and the batteries never failed me. That's when I'm like, yep, I'm a believer. I fished the whole season without an issue. That was the first season last year I ever have fished a full season without having a battery issue. And so here I am, 22, haven't had a battery issue again. Uh, that kind of explains it because I don't know how many – other people are using the batteries more than what 
we are on the circuit. So yeah. we put them, we put them through the ringer and you know, I can vouch for it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're absolutely the ultimate test for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might not be out there for 15, 16 hours a day, but I mean, I'm on my boat literally every single every. day and we'll digress here real fast. The first ever tournament, me and Bailey fished together. I lost my cranking battery. And mm. uh, like this on the Niagara River in like six mile an hour current. And now I have no more worries. My batteries are charged within three to four hours every night when I plug my boat when I get home. And yep. I know I'm not draining them down past 60, 70% on a 31 AGM on spot lock all day. So it's, they're an, an incredible product. Absolutely incredible. Yep. Heck yeah. Yeah, and I, so I see some people in the comments saying need X2, need X2, going to buy X2 now. I I know with uh, with what's cool with X2 that you guys have allowed us to do, Sean, you know, as a team and Hunter's been able to do as well as we're, we're being able to give back and because these batteries can get expensive for a lot for specific mm-hmm. folks that and we're going to talk about the whole lithium versus AGM here because I think it's a really cool conversation that we've had a few times. But we're able to give back to these people and give them a code. Do you want to tell them a little bit about that, Sean? Yeah, we're uh, we're excited with with all of your loyal loyal followers, the guys that are sitting here live, following your you know, downloading your Spotify or, or Apple Podcast. You know, this is its own community, and we're happy to be part of it. And I think kind of what what Deacon said, just you know, the passion of that we have for this product. I want everyone that's part of this to have that passion for the product. And it's not the coolest thing to talk about batteries. You know, it's for me, it is. I love it. I geek out on it. I do it all day long. But, you know, sitting on a podcast for an hour, hour and a half talking about batteries, you know, it's a lot different than talking about lures. But we want you to be part of the X2 Power family. We want you to not have battery problems again. You know, we want you to have a, a resource if you ever do have battery problems. You know, and you know, we're here for you. So with that, you know, we're going to be launching a, a chance for all you, you guys to you know, get our, our product through our, our local batteries plus stores. That's where they're, they're available nationally uh, with a, a discount, you know, covering 40 bucks off the battery. You know, enough to get your trolling motor and everything up up to par uh, and just excited for it. And honestly, you know, as we go look through and, and have some conversations, as you guys call Bailey and, and Adam and Andrew and, and even Hunter and have questions, you know, we're one call away. I'm one call away. And we're literally kind of that that connected. So we're, we're not here to just be a logo in the background, you know, of these guys. We're here to be, you know, here for all you guys out there doing this all weekend long and spending Tuesday nights listening to Bass Fishing and watching – you know, Hunter on the weekends. Yeah. I think I can speak for all <laughs> of us. Right. That family atmosphere is the most important part because we know who we're chatting with every day and we know that you're not just going to mislead us, right? You're telling us the mm-hmm. information we need to know. And you might be hard on us too. It sometimes we're like, stop breaking stuff. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Which is perfectly fine. I'll, well. I'll argue batteries all day long. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, and then for, for folks that, you know, if you guys are looking to get a little, you know, discount on your batteries, get in touch with us. We'll get you guys hooked up. And uh, I know same with Hunter. Hunter can get you hooked up as well. Yep. Um, but uh, in addition, they're also going to have a crack at winning themselves a free battery. And this will get into the giveaway here. And so this is for folks that, that stayed on. We're going to get into this. So your, your wait is coming to an end. Um, and this is a chance for folks. If you're listening on MP3, you're not on the live stream right now. You have a shot at this as well. And we're going to run it for the whole week. So it's going to run until next Tuesday. Go down in the link in the description. Click on that link. It'll take you to X2 Power's Instagram page. If you're not already, follow the page and comment on X2's post. 
announcing our partnership with Sears Angler and just comment, you know, either that you, you've already followed, comment something on that post to get yourself entered. And then we'll, uh, we'll choose a lucky winner next Tuesday to win a Group 31 X2 Power AGM battery and a swag pack. That's a big deal. It is that's a big a, deal. It's a big deal. <laughs> and it's an awesome battery. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's that's crazy. And then also the swag. I mean, my gosh, the amount of comments people are like, man, where'd you get that hat? Where'd you get that? Like X2 has got some swag, man. People that don't even fish. They're like the especially the one that Sean you guys made that was like the the wooden emblem with the fish. That's the, the one that's the one yeah, you can put it right now. Yeah. yeah. That one people are like, Yeah, where do I get that? <laughs> yep. Yeah, we got we got a ton more coming. We got some cool stuff coming. We were just talking with with Hunter. We got some cool new hats coming. You know, it's if you're gonna wear it, we'll get it for you. Absolutely. That's awesome. Heck, heck and, yeah. and talk about talk a little bit about the warranty on these batteries too, because that's yeah. a huge, huge, huge deal. Yeah. So uh yeah, I'll put the warranty in perspective of us this this year being at uh the Bassmaster Classic Outdoor Expo. So we were yeah, that's our chance to literally talk to probably some people on this podcast right now or, or uh, this YouTube or, or right now we're up there and talking to folks about the product and being able to, number one, lean in and go, you know, hunters out there putting five AGM batteries, especially in the world of lithium, which we'll get to, but running five, four or five AGM batteries, you know, all day long sitting in the Super Bowl of bass fishing, like these things work, you know, flat out they work. And, right. you know, the really neat part of the conversation goes, you know, all right, what, what does that mean? You know, what's, what are you going to, are you going to really stand behind it? And the second we go and say, yeah, we got a full replacement, you know, five-year warranty, full replacement product on this thing. And we are ready to roll with it. All questions are stopped. Or four yep. year, I apologize. Four year, five year on lithium, four year on our AGM yep. product. It's it all questions stop, and it's unheard of in the industry. You know, many times right. you get the four, five, six, whatever the claims are, but you get to the register and they give you fifty bucks towards the next battery because it's not a real free replacement. We're here yep. to stand behind it, and you know, truth is, when you know something works, and you know something works, no matter really how you use it, you stand behind it, and that's yep. what we're doing. It- just the peace of mind of that alone. Like you get something, you know, you're investing in your boat or whatever, but you also have that warranty behind it. It's like that, you know, that was always something that I looked at at the other brands, you know, before joining X2 and I was having so many battery issues, like, well, how, you know, what the heck can I do? And mm-hmm. um, like you said, that's ahead in all the industry. And you don't see that. So because they work that well. Yep. Heck yeah. 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 It, allows, it allows people to, to do, you know, in, in our world, sometimes it comes down to simple math and, you know, you start to go and say, all right, it's a big investment up front, you know, to get the right high quality product, but so is everything in this world you buy, right? If, right. if you want to buy the quick, you know, quick thing and you know, money's money. And sometimes it's all you can, can do today, but right. you know, we're investing, you know, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars in our electronics and our boats and, and, you know, everything that goes along with it, you know, not right. in, the, in the power, in the power source to run those is ultimately kind of crazy. It's backwards. Yep. for Sure. It is. <laughs> and, and, and I feel like the, the biggest thing too is like, okay, whether you're a fun fisherman, a tournament angler, um, right. We keep going back to this tournament deal where it is, everything comes down to, 
you got to get back to weigh-in. You can't have your trolling motor die. There's so much importance on the tournament side. But also as a fun fisherman, if you have a 9 to 5 and your time to fish is on the weekends with your family or you have a family trip planned, that kind of a thing, Mm -hmm. if you have battery issues, that ruins everything. I mean, that ruins your trip. And so to me, that's the biggest advantage to really pushing from a fun standpoint is like – you want you want what's running your boat to be of top quality, and then back on what Hunter's saying. When you have the ability to walk into a Batteries Plus store, first of all, they're across the country. With that sort of a yep. warranty situation, no questions asked. I don't know. That's peace of mind. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we have a question down here. We got two questions here, and it's giving you the chance, Sean, to nerd out on these folks. <laughs> uh, and that is from Chris asking about X2 supplying their own charging system. <clears throat> Uh, so, you know, we got a couple, we have several chargers that are available through our, our X2 power brand. Um, you know, do we have charging systems, you know, similar to some of the stuff that, that Hunter's running on our own product? No. Uh, however, the beauty of the product line is we can have the Minn Kota precision charger on there. You can have the, you know, power pole charge system running. It's going to charge these batteries. And uh, yeah, I actually had a, a pretty good conversation with one of our, our Batteries Plus franchisees and a local uh, you know, individual who rigs boats for a living out in California. And him and I were chatting about AGM. And his question is, well, I got this charger or I sell this charger to my customers. You know, can your product accept this amount of charge? And the amount of knowledge out there on you know true flat plate AGM, which is what this is, and, you know, Jim asked a question about, you know, what makes it better than others? You know, flat plate AGM means a ton of lead in that product. And when you got a ton of lead in that product and a fully, you know, sealed battery, you could put a ton of amperage in there. You can charge these things with a 40 amp charger if you want, right? So you have 100 amp hour, three, you know, group 31. There's no way you're draining it all the way till it's dead anyways, but you could be up and going in two hours. Two and a half, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to find an onboard 40 amp charger per, you know, per line, but you could. (laughs) Yeah, if, if Hunter in the middle of the night, you know, in the opens, you know, putting all of his chargers on, if you would have had a 40 amp, he'd have no problems in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. These things can take right. a charge. They can take take all that, you know, constant charge from, you know, basically when, while you're making your run, you know, recharging that battery at whatever it can take. And you know, it's, it's almost like the flat plate AGM has many of the same attributes that everyone talks about when it comes to lithium. No one knows about it, though, which is kind of a cool story. That's yeah, interesting. That was, yeah, that was going to Learned be, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hunter's nerding out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But that's that leads to my next question. And yeah, we're, so I, this is going to be my, my biggest question for you. And that's one that I've always been intrigued. So we, we've had a lot of conversations, Sean, and I've gotten fortunate to work a lot with you behind, you know, behind the scenes. Uh, we've had this conversation. I always say, like, you got to put it into simple terms because – you know, battery talk, I don't understand. But when we talk about the AGM versus lithium, you know, talk to, from an affordability standpoint of how people don't, like, especially when you're boat level, you don't need lithium, mm-hmm. but it also talk about just the difference between the, the two batteries. Sure. So, uh, yeah, Bailey and I have chatted a while. I think, uh, Adam, you and I talked for about 45 minutes, two different occurrences. Yeah, yeah, over and over. <laughs> talk about it. Uh, you know, we, we, have, we have a great lithium line. You know, Hunter's got them. He's ready to, you know, to run them to the test. Uh, lithium is absolutely you know, the future in this space. We'll never deny it. Uh, but it's a, it's a big investment. And yes, there are attributes of that technology that 
put it at the very upper echelon. But what I find a lot of times, and, and I came across this at the Classic a lot, is there's this comparison between, yeah, I went and bought a you know, $120 battery over at you know Walmart or you know wherever, flooded, you know, old style battery. I got to go to lithium. And they don't necessarily know there's this in between. And had so many conversations at the Classic going, yep, we're, we have lithium. We're ready for it. This is the future. I know it is. But you don't also have to make that jump now. Right. For me, I'm, I'm, you know, I've got a nine-year-old and 11-year-old. My nine-year-old just came down and told me about his baseball game today. You know, we're not able to get out every single day, you know, fishing. You know, this weekend I got out for 12 hours. That's an anomaly. Right. Um, and, you know, as we look at it, if you're not doing it to the level that Hunter's doing it, you may not have to go buy a $900 battery times three for your trolling motor. You know, yeah, our AGM blues, blue taps are about 450 for, you know, retail on them times three, that's half the price for darn near all the performance. And one of the things that I've always, I've always referenced to, and we've got great partners and you know, Hunter or Carl or, or Josh Douglas or Justin Atkins just did a great, you know, finished top 10 this week. We had great folks that are running these batteries, putting them to the test. And, you know, up until just now, they're all AGMs, right? So it's, it's, it's great to have the lithium technology in both. And we're fortunate enough to really be the only brand that's got, in this market that can give you kind of ultimate power and, you know, call ultimate power, ultimate choice. You know, are you ready for the, are you ready for our, our lithium product? Do you want to step into AGM? You know, is today the day you just get rid of the ones you replace every year because it's a pain to replace them? Yeah, we got the options for you. So I'm definitely, we definitely take kind of this stance of we got it. We're ready to have a conversation, but let's, let's figure out like authentically and genuinely, what do you really need? You know, not kind of, what do I want to sell you? If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Heck Good yeah. Point. Yeah. And that was one of the most interesting things from this conversation. Like you hear a lot of people say they want to go lithium to save weight. Right. And one of the coolest things that you told me, Sean, you know, talking with Carl Jacobson was when he switched from lithium to all AGM that his boat got faster because people don't take into account like the, the weight distribution in a boat. And I thought that was super interesting. Yeah, it's absolutely, it's honestly absolutely more about its weight distribution and it's unique conversations. Like the, the conversation I had with uh, one of our, one of our pros, Jeff uh, Gustafson, you know, he's run probably one of the few guys running a, a 2075 Lund and that battery location is weird. It's, you know, down below the rod locker in the front. You know, so he has an oh, issue wow. where you put too much weight in the front. Now you're, you're kind of nosing in, you're going to go slower. You get the weight in the water, you get the right. weight back. You know, that's, you know, you're getting the nose out of the water, you're going to pick up speed. So it's really is when it comes to that speed, it's all about, you know, your unique position, what type of boat. Uh, Adam and I were talking about his, I believe, Skeeter, right? You've got, uh, it's a 721 Phoenix. Phoenix. Uh, you know, in the battery battery compartment, he's sending pictures of the battery compartment. It's all unique. And if weight's a thing, weight's a thing, and we'll figure it out. You know, but oftentimes it's kind of some of those like, what is the, what's the quick headline that's out there that I want to kind of talk about mm-hmm. versus for you as an angler, for you as a weekend angler, for you as a, you know, recreational boater, you know, what do you really need is what we're ultimately here for. Heck yeah. See, yeah, you're, that's you're, a good point. <clears throat> it's already worked. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. My Chris. Boat did the Thanks, same. Yeah, yours did the same thing, Hunter, right? 
Mine did. Yeah, I have a 21 PHX Phoenix, and put when I had lithiums in it, it lost two and a half miles an hour, and it handled worse without that extra weight in the back. Now, I think you can correct some of that stuff with like changing a prop, or and then yeah, try like relocating a lot of your tackle. But you know, at the same time, uh, the other side of it for for me personally, like what I, I know what I have works. Like I know it works to the fullest of its potential. Um, so it's like, um, I get the lithium side of it and I like, there's, there's great attributes to both like lithium, the, the weight loss, the instant power, um, you know, and then obviously you got the AGMs that are just tried and true. I know I can put, I, you know, put them through everything. They're tough as nails. So it's, it's really just like you said, at the end of the day, what do you need personally that's yeah. going to benefit you the most? 100%. Yeah, see, then that the lithium conversation, talking about speed from the kayak standpoint, I gained a whopping like 0.5 <laughs> miles per hour. Yeah. <laughs> Bailey, you don't need to worry about speed in that thing. Yeah. No. no. All that, all put a blue prop in that thing. It'll yeah. go like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Switch into X2 lithium, man. I put that baby on plane. All right. Let me tell you. He's yeah. gaining point two. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. hilarious. But uh, so, I mean, this is something we're going to be with this partnership that we're going to be talking about for a while. And and like you know, Sean, you said it yourself. You know, battery talk is not the you know the most sexiest conversation that everyone likes to talk about in the fishing industry. But it, it's one that is important to talk about because it saves a lot of people a lot of headache. The last thing you want to do is drive an hour and a half to the boat ramp to only get 15 minutes on the water because you realize something's messed up. So it's something, sure. you know, throughout the, our, this partnership that we're going to keep talking about. We're going to make content around it, trying to educate you guys. And that's something the X2 team's doing a really good job at. And I'm really excited for some of the stuff, you know, especially with the X2 website that they're going to provide is people a solution to really understand what they need. And, you know, do they have to spend this amount of money? You know, it's it's really you guys are having the conversations and that's what's important. And that's what we're excited to help distribute. So yeah, there's, there's so there's there's so much here. You know, yeah, we say batteries aren't, uh, you know, the sexy thing to talk about. I get a hard time from being on Alex Rudd's podcast while and using lithium batteries are finally made batteries kind of sexy again. It, everyone wants to talk about them finally, which is really cool. And it's yeah. really not about the battery that is the reason. It's all the electronics that are sitting in that boat all day long. And we got to talk about them, right? You're not just running some old, you know, eagle depth finder on the front of your boat any longer. Yeah, it's it's power that you need. And, you know, we're we're ready to talk. And there, there are absolutely really cool advantages to stuff like lithium. And, and we, we're ready to chat with it. I'm just excited, you know, to really partner with you. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, to start there, it looks like Kyle's got a question. Um, let's see. You can't find the X2 for a Helix 15 and a Mega 360. Uh, the one that Josh Douglas has is good CCA and 100 plus amp hour. Um, I don't, if that's your only two graphs, I, I've had a lot of conversations, Sean, with Trent, yeah. since we have talked with Trent Palmer, with Sean, just about putting, how, hey, look, I'm running on my, my boat currently, I'm running a lot of graphs. I've got four graphs on the boat. And um, live scope and 360 on there, and talking to uh, the amount of power that you uh, that you need, and that's going to be really cool with the new website with the actual cal- calculation. But to me, a regular 31 can run a Helix 15 and a Mega 360 
no problems. Um, but I don't know, Sean, do you have any thoughts there? Plus, yeah. obviously, you're, you're cranking. Yeah, so, you know, one thing I'll say is, is our product, it's a, Kyle's question is about as a good CCA. Our batteries aren't starting batteries. But they're, they're not. The, the lithium technology is truly wins and kills it in a deep cycle application, right? If you want to talk about, like, the best example I can give you on deep cycle application is everyone's old cordless drills. Yeah, you use them. They used to like die on you as you're trying to screw the last screw in and you just can't do it anymore. And today's lithium goes, 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 and just stops. That's the same thing. Right. So, you know, when, when Hunter was talking about the six mile an hour current and, and spot lock against that current, yeah, that's a, a constant, you know, draw throughout that. You know, your, your voter has to work harder, you know, with something like a, an older lead technology to keep you at the same pace, which essentially further burns that battery quicker. Lithium's constant power throughout that application. So deep cycle, 100% need to get that technology, um, you know, if that's really what you're looking for. When it comes to putting a, a Helix 15 and a Mega 360 on a single battery for that, for Kyle's instance, a 1200 is, is overkill, right? So Bailey, you're getting a 12, 12 volt 50 amp hour you're putting in your kayak. Okay. And what do you got in your kayak? I got a Helix 9, a Helix 10, Mega 360, and Mega Live. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's like ridiculous, but he's not gonna run out of power at all with that lithium technology in there. Is that thing like it, it, you got water coming over the side? It kind of it kind of tilts all the, slightly to one side as he sits in it because he's yeah. always leaning. All the electronics just the three sixty and the live on the one side kind of counterbalance the two graphs on the left side, so it kind of works out. <laughs> And then he and then he goes to chick and he's like, Yeah, screw this ledge stuff, I'm throwing a frog. Yeah, didn't even have a hundred percent accurate. Hundred uh, percent accurate. Yeah, it, it definitely uh I've gotten a few comments <laughs> from guys on the water like looking at it like you get more money on in electronics than I do in my boat. And yeah. yeah. Wow. But yeah, it's a, okay. Bailey's a great example of what Kyle's question was. It's all about what what electronics do you have? We can help figure out, you know, what is the true draw of those electronics as as they're alluding to. We got a battery calculator about to be put out on x2powerbattery.com just to allow you to like select exactly what you have. You got a Helix 10, Helix 12. Yeah, if you run a Lorentz unit, pick the unit you have. You get, look at the battery you want to put in there and we'll give you a rough estimate. Of course, it's a rough estimate based on how you're using it. We'll give you a rough estimate though of how many hours you get, you know, on each of the battery sizes available. So it can truly be catered to you, not necessarily going, you know, all in and, and that 12 volt 50 amp hour to the 12 volt 100 amp hour, you know, is roughly half the, half the price. You don't buy what you don't need, even if you want to stay in that lithium space. So it's, it's, it's a cool conversation. Just, we can cater it right to you. That calculator is going to be freaking awesome because it's like, yeah. it's down to the specific brand and model you're running, you know, the, the usage of your trolling motor, the, the power of your trolling motor. Like it's, it, you're, you're getting into the nitty gritty of like uh, even your live wells. Like it's, yeah. it's, we're, we're having anglers like almost being the design behind it to making sure there's no gaps. Right. So that hmm. you're being able to try to go down to the finest point possible Again, like Sean's saying, it is a rough estimate, but you're getting as close as possible to tell you what you need. And that's yeah, yeah. Like, that's the biggest thing people ask, though, because they don't know. It's like, how much right. power do I actually need? Just to yeah. get them in the ballpark somewhere. Yeah. Just Yeah. 
And and the biggest and one other caveat to all of this, you can have everything right. And this is what's so important about batteries and everything powering your boat. You can have you use the calculator. Okay, I've got a Helix 12 here. I got a Helix 12 here. 360. Boom. Okay, here's what I need. Order it. Remember, there's also something connecting your battery to the actual graphs and your wiring is so important. Because you could have the correct battery. And I'm sure, Sean, you've probably dealt with a call or two where they're like, my battery sucks. And it's like, mm, hold up here. Let's check your charger. Let's check your wiring. So um, let's get into a little bit of that, Sean. I mean, just just do you see that being an issue? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I shared it with uh, Alex, too, this one. I won't say one name names, but we actually had one of our, our first year. was last year really doing a lot of the work with you know, the folks like Hunter and, and putting the batteries to the test. And we did have, I get, did get a call one day and, you know, someone that was, you know, you can say it was Hunter, it's okay. What was that? You can Sorry, say it was Hunter, it's okay. It wasn't Hunter, we'll, we'll call him. <laughs> uh, but it was, it wasn't like battery's an issue, battery's an issue. And I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm calling people going, I just, I don't get the setup and how this isn't charging. And I said, it's probably not the battery, it's probably something in the charge system. But I said, you know what? I don't care. Yep. Yeah, you got to go into your tournament. I called one of our batteries plus stores. A guy drove an hour and a half, met him at the hotel and gave him a new battery. And I just want to make sure he's ready to go. You know, in the end, after, you know, chatting with him about it, yeah, it ended up being, you know, something within the cabling, essentially pinch wires. And, you know, the setup basically said one of my batteries is not charging. And, you know, I knew best way to do it would be take the one that is charging, put it on that circuit. If it doesn't charge, then the charge is a problem. But we didn't want to worry about it. Um, but it ultimately is. You know, I actually had a – I love having – conversations I, I tend to get obsessed with crawling on you know anyone who's posting on you know instagram or um you know on the x2 account or on the batteries plus account trying to find the folks that are having you know problem with their products and literally calling them you know i've got this awesome story of a, a guy down lives down by fork and uh it had a pretty bad video that he posted on batteries plus account about his x2 in the middle of the middle of the lake saying the dang thing's dead had a couple words that you know shouldn't be repeated I messaged him. I said, call me. And him and I chatted probably a half hour, 20 minutes is fishing talk, 10 minutes is battery talk. And, you know, lo and behold, he had, he had a bad experience, you know, at, at one of our, our stores, just the, the associate really didn't really know what his, his boat hook, uh, setup was. But the second you talk and you really talk it through and talk it out, he goes, oh, yeah, you're right. I keep, I, this is his third battery in a year. Next to power. That doesn't happen. Statistically, it does not happen. Yeah. So please rewire your boat. He rewired his boat. I sent him a bunch of swag. And yeah, to this day, I still get awesome text messages from him. You know, say, hey, thanks. He's wearing his X2 shirt, holding the bass up. You know, it's when you talk to someone, you know, through their problems instead of just dismissing the problems, it's amazing how, how far you can go. And it takes a lot of work to do that, but we'll do the we'll have those conversations all day long because that grassroots way of building a brand, you know, responsibly that way is, is what we want to do. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Well, boys, any, and that's any such other... a... go ahead, Connor. Sorry. I was just going to say that's such a good, like, just what are some troubleshooting ways that, you know, we're on here talking about batteries, you know, that things like just checking your terminals, simple, like simple, like stupid things that always end up causing, you know, like something that you said, it could be the wiring on your boat. It could be a loose terminal. Um, I've had it where the uh, fuse is out, you know. Mm -hmm. So when you think something that is wrong with your battery, you know, 
always be checking some just common sense things or go back over how everything's just wired on the battery itself. I've, I sat there and, and didn't have power in my boat at one event years ago. And I thought for sure the whole thing was toast. No, I just put the wrong terminal, you know, the wiring on the wrong terminals. It was like completely back. Yeah. Like, duh. Anyone, honestly, <laughs> anyone could do that. You know, I, I yep. just, where I'm up here in Wisconsin and, you know, our boats don't get on the water till just recently and just put all the batteries in my boat, you know, after keeping them charged all, all winter long and uh, go to start it and it won't turn. I'm going, yeah. In my mind here, I'm like, oh, did I close this right? What happened? You know, did I blow something up? You know, you know, mess with right. something completely. And it was something. I went back to the battery and just looked at how tight my terminals were and just something so stupid, you know, for someone who's yeah. a battery guy for, for a long time. Right. It's usually yeah. the most simple thing. You know, if one, of the, one item doesn't work, you know, all of a sudden your radio doesn't work in your boat and you're wondering why, well, you probably didn't hook that terminal up right, right? So yep. not that that's the most important <laughs> thing to worry about, but – it's usually that simple. Uh, you know, the other basic things tend to be, you know, check your, check your, your cabling, check for pinched wires. You know, the battery is the power system. And Adam, Adam was referenced Trent Palmer, who, uh, you know, Hunter, I know you know, you know well. Yep. Uh, yeah. He's, he's also one of our, our uh, team members and was probably yep. one of our biggest advocates. Uh, yeah. We got this thing started. And him and I were having a conversation. It's amazing that everyone cares about the battery. I shouldn't say. Everyone cares first about the units, the drafts, the cool stuff in the boat. Number one, that's the Secondly, sexy on the sex, sexy yeah, media. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the top the, of the, the line. cool to you know, kind of cool scale. Batteries yeah. is there because you need to. You need to worry about it. All that cabling and wiring in between is just assumed to be great, and most of the right time, the it's not all that great. So you yes. get the world's best battery, the world's best electronics, and if that cable that connects the two is garbage, who cares? Yeah. Right. So yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a little bit of, you know, you want the brightest graphs possible. You got to have the best power and the best cabling and wiring possible. So there, there's a lot. Such a huge difference. Yep. Yeah. And guys, for those of you who don't know, Trent Palmer. So it's with Sonar Pros. Again, he's just a great guy that that has a wiring harness that is uh, incredible for uh, for getting that proper power to the proper electronics. And he makes a bunch of bunch of pros boats with a lot of graphs. Yep. I've taken my boat to him. I think three years now and he's put in his wiring harness and it makes everything my units my Lawrence units work 10 times better it's able to get that power from my battery and actually to the units and you're using stuff stuff like forward facing sonar that that stuff only works as well as the amount of power that's being put to it and so if you're not getting a good you know if it's through some little wire real yeah. 14 gauge or whatever it is um more than likely you're not it's not gonna work as properly you're not going to see as far on that forward sonar and so once he did that and that's another thing it eliminated my problems which at the end of the day that's all i can ask for if i can do that and and he can help me out with that have the x2s powering it you can't you can't beat it yeah i think uh yeah wiring is huge the last kind of big aha that many people have when they have battery problems is yeah, we call it kind of parasitic draws. Yeah, you've got things on yeah. your boat that you think turn off that don't turn off. And right. you know, when you I just talked to a franchisee out, you know, in Adams you know, area, kind of by Fort Collins, you know, in Colorado. And uh he just had a customer that walked in and said, This this thing ain't working. I'm on boat battery number two in 12 months. Yeah, he hooked up the right tool to the boat, 
and really showed him your boat literally when you think it is off is pulling four amps. So put that in a garage, you know, for four or five days yep. in a row, not on a charger. And of course you can get out of the water. It might start there, but you're two miles, you know, two miles out and go to crank it the next time. And you're kind of SOL. So there's yeah. a lot of, of weird things that you just need to watch out for. And, you know, honestly, with, with the product we have, we, we love it. More times you know, than not, we can troubleshoot and figure out what's really wrong rather than just give you another battery. And six months later, someone's back in saying your battery's not working. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We have a, a quick question here from John Pollock asking about lithium batteries and working in freezing temps. Uh, freezing temps is unique. So uh, <laughs> got the cold. He's, we, we well, let's, let's compare it to something. Does your phone work when it's when you're sitting out on the ice? You know, I ice fish. All you know, right. So does your phone work when it's ten degrees below zero? You know, no. It's, it ends up shutting down on you. Whether you're sitting in a deer stand, you know, freezing cold, or out ice fishing, freezing cold, or it just drains, right? Like it's, as far yeah, as yep, fast. It's, yeah. it, it's just not suitable for that. Now there are technologies that are being introduced. Our, our our line right now does not have it, and but it will some will you know shortly for the ice fishing side of it. That's truly put into the test. You know, many of those batteries either are kind of wrapped in you know, call it some form of insulation, if you will, you know, around the unit. You know, or they actually have a, a slight heating element built within there to keep it just oh, interesting. to not you know go kaput on you. Yeah, you know, out on the water, you shouldn't really hit any temperatures where you really have to worry about that, you know, to any level. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely a consideration you have to take into account. And everyone who's done any, you know, housework out in the freezing cold with a cordless drill that's lithium experienced the exact same thing. It doesn't last as long mm-hmm. as it's freezing out, right? Very, <laughs> yeah, very quickly, you know, dies. That's that's a little bit of the beauty of lead, the lead acid technology. I mean, it's it's old. It's what's been around for forever. We've got a tweak mm-hmm. to it, but it is it's a workhorse. And no matter what temperature is outside, it's going to work. You know, not right. all at all times at the same level, but you know. It kind of gives that other question of where does lithium have its place? Where does lead acid have its place? Yeah. And stride with that too. One thing I think we, what we want to do, you know, especially coming up in the fall time is storing these batteries, especially for, you know, for Andy and I being in Buffalo, Sean over in Wisconsin, Deacon, Colorado, not as much Hunter being in Tennessee, you'd say a little bit warmer for longer. His Uh, brand new snow. (laughs) Yeah. 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 The, the importance of storing them through the winter, like especially during ice mm-hmm. season, especially like your boat batteries, because there's yeah. people that don't store them right, and they find themselves buying batteries every year. Uh, that's why we sell batteries. Absolutely, right. we sell, you sell more marine batteries because people don't care take care of them than you do yeah. because they actually go bad. Especially yeah. here in, in Wisconsin, there's there's definitely when you talk about like storage wise and the benefits and shortfalls of lead versus lithium. Lithium does win out, you know, in storage. You know, it's going to essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, that lithium product has a, a BMS system and a battery management system that, you know, think of it as a computer inside that battery a little bit. It's preventing it from, you know, if you try to draw too fast of a turnout or charge too fast, it just shuts the thing down. You know, it puts it to sleep so that, you know, no events, you know, occur, if you will. And mm-hmm. that also happens when, you know, it's sitting in storage, call it non, you know, everyone says battery tender, throw it on a battery tender. Uh, it's okay. It'll, it won't discharge, you know, all that much over winter where lead acid will discharge, you know, at a higher, higher level during, during winter time. So it's still, you know, the right charger, you know, the right lithium charger is required for lithium, the right AGM charger is required there. Um, will maximize your life, but it's just a little bit different way of handling it. Heck yeah. And that's, that, again, that's just stuff we really want to, uh, 
you know, vocalize with everybody, show our our listeners, just like trying to educate that. So we're looking forward to doing that too. But uh, we've been talking batteries for a while, and I, I think we should switch gears here. Well, before we uh, we wrap this show up and uh, talk a little fishing, because Sean, I, I mean, I know you're super passionate, obviously, about batteries, but too super passionate about uh, about fishing, and it was pretty fun to get you out in Buffalo recently to to fish with you. I'm curious. Yeah, when did you get your start, and how did you get your start in fishing? And Hunter, feel free to uh, grill your boss a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll I'll be honest, my you know my life as as a you know kid growing up um, is sports, 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 sports. And you know my dad, I remember my dad taking us out for we were actually just literally uh, two days ago, you know, at the the boat ramp where he'd rent a boat, throw a little you know old Evernote on it, and go out there and you know, soak some worms. Yeah. That was the kind of fishing we got to do whenever we could do it. You know, I think where I started really getting into fishing was, you know, call it 15 years ago ish. Um, you know, when I, when I met my wife and, you know, got involved with her family and her family was all about the outdoors, her brother, Jared, her dad, Jeff, uh, I never shot a gun in my life until, you know, I met that family. Then I'm sitting in the woods <laughs> and buying a bow and bow hunting, you know, and, <laughs> Yeah, her family's got a, we're actually heading up there called oh, next next Saturday. We're heading up to the family cottage in northern Wisconsin. And you know, water's gonna be too cold to worry about towing kids around in a tube. So we'll be sitting and fishing all week. Okay. And that's kind of where cool. you know, things started accelerating. Things started getting, you know, all in on it and loving doing it and choosing to do that on you know, one of the very seldom but free Saturdays or Sundays, you know, that we get. So it's, it's definitely been a passion that's been blooming and growing. And yeah, honestly, this last like 14 months, 16 months, you know, have just accelerated my knowledge, you know, in this space and yeah, absolutely love it. Well, I can say uh, Omnia Fishing has loved you in the past few months. <laughs> there might have been two orders placed last night. Dang it, I forgot something. <laughs> so like me. Then it's like, oh, man, you got to get to 50 for the free shipping. So yeah, yeah. Always. <laughs> always, always. Well, I, burnt, I burned through all my, uh, my general accents <laughs> last weekend. And I'm thinking about next Saturday going up. And that bait shop in northern Wisconsin is not going to have anything. So stocking up on that. And then I'm thinking – what else did I miss? So my wife sitting on the couch looking at me on my phone. Well, you see, I realized I got two orders coming pretty quick here. (laughs) You just, you better make sure your wife's like looking over, making sure how much you're spending because it'll become a problem really fast. (laughs) (laughs) It's a rabbit hole that never See, Sean, what you can do so that it's not in your internet history is you just download the Omnia app now and now you can get away with it. I may have done that last night. There you go. See, there you you're go. already ahead of it. <laughs> or what you do is, is too, go ahead, Andy. I was going to say, the only thing is, too, don't buy a bunch of lead fi- ledge fishing stuff like Hunter did and try to sell <laughs> I'm slowly going my away. way in there. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm giving it away. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Say, you could just like call up Hunter and be like, hey, remember those batteries I gave you? Can I get some generals? <laughs> 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 Andy, when, I was, when I was out with you guys, you and Bailey, I had to come home and buy a whole ton of jerk baits and things I had nothing in my tackle box for. Now, now they're sitting here ready to be used. So, yeah, like, learn, oh, learn a new technique, get out there, experience something, and go dump a whole bunch of money in, in tackle. <laughs> nothing like losing a, a mega bass uh, to a pike. So, be careful, man. Yeah. Oh, it. Snaps that. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. Just cut your line. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah that, and that's then it's like a great feeling. 
Oh, it's like this was... color looks good, but oh, they might be biting this color. Well, I might as well get this color too. Right. And next thing you know, and you'll you never get a bite. Two of them. Yeah, and then oh, you yeah. never get always. a bite on that like that style like forever again. That it's like, always in no your one box. time deal. <laughs> oh yeah, like, you got uh, seven colors of something you ain't ever caught a bass on. Now and you're like, why did I do this? <laughs> I think the worst part or not or like for me that I'm like, man, I got to look at my like, lifetime tally like of Omnia orders. When you go in and you're like past orders and you start scrolling through, you're like, oh, no. Oh, I've spent serious money here. Like, I didn't think about it, but like you're about you're leaving for a derby and you're like, oh, gosh, like, oh, man, I need to get a bunch of dead rigs or whatever it may be. And then you're like, why well, I didn't use them at all. Right. But then you go back and look and you're like, wow, I'm buying a lot. Yeah, or you're just you're sitting there like, dang, I could have paid off my student loans by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we won't even get. I down seriously, <laughs> I seriously thought like, yeah, I think if we was to like, as a us anglers, I have so much tackle, and it's a constant. Just like you said, you bought a Ned rig pack, and then it's like you put it away. It's almost easier to order more than try to find where that went. Because oh. Lord knows where they went. <laughs> so I'm like, I think it would be easier to sell everything, get rid of everything, Start only fresh. have what you need, and mm-hmm. then and then you make your order at the Ooh, event. Order. I like yeah. it. And it, and I don't know, it's crazy. I'm like a human pack rat when it comes to fish and stuff. <laughs> there's not there's not Probably. one of us I, that isn't. I don't think it's uh just you, Hunter. I think every no. fisherman is a human pack rat when it comes to yeah. fishing tackle. Yeah. Because so we're just we're warning you, Sean. We're yeah. warning you. You yeah, have on the it's a slippery slope. And they your feet are getting slippery. Like get ready. Really <laughs> and the worst there might part have to is be uh intervention soon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we're all in Sean's living room and he's like, What are you guys doing here? Like, we need to talk, Sean. Not about batteries or eight <laughs> rods it turned into 78 rods in a yeah. short time <laughs> my wife well, might no. notice that yeah, yeah. 12, 14 maybe not starts going yeah. well the, the rods you can't hide because they come in a tube you yeah. know yeah. and they show up at the door and it's like that's not the amazon guy that's weird why is there like three why is he holding those big things and it's like ah dang it yeah. See, it's the more reason why you need a bass boat, Sean, because you can hide them in the rod locker. I know what I got. You can't, what I got, you, you can't show it looking there. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, Perfect. do you have do you have a favorite style of fishing yet, Sean? Um, I'm pretty boring that way. I spent all those hours on Sunday sitting with a wacky rig all day long. Dude, John, like, Cox. You know, I, I, yeah. I I keep trying new things and I just go right back to it. Yeah, when I'm hard, it always catches fish. Yep. This weekend yeah. I'll be sitting Ned rig. Uh, I'll, you know, once we get up on the rock bars yep. up there for smallmouth, uh, I'm I'm getting getting kind of more. Uh, I'd say testing the waters, if you will. I plan on sitting mm-hmm. with some top water up there. Yes. Um, you know, if you're out all day long and you catch them in the morning, catch them you know, at night, and just test things out all day long, it's kind of cool. The yeah. moment you have a five pound smallie eat a walking bait like a spook, you're gonna oh. be wrecked. Oh. Or a whopper whopper. Like, <laughs> you're gonna have to buy every single one that's out there. <laughs> yeah. Because it is the yeah. most addicting, like kaboom that you could have. It's so when you have a fun. bowling ball go through the water, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I like to yeah, you're like, what's to, a spinning rod? <laughs> like dropping a depth charge off the back of like the old battleships when a smallmouth hits a big top water like that. 
because it just explodes. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, when, when I fly out there to fish that tournament with you, Sean, the spinning rods are staying in the car. <laughs> <laughs> what lake is it on? We've got a uh, we've got actually a pretty cool tournament. We got it's a it's on Okachi Lake here. It's a smaller lake, I think a thousand yeah. acre lake here. Uh, but we've got it through uh, a company that Bailey works for that helps us with X2 Gunpowder. It's located here, and uh, Ryan, the owner of it, does a tournament every year that is for uh, a group called Wisconsin Hero Outdoors, which is helping essentially uh, you know, veterans who've come back who have PTSD connect with the outdoors, you know, to help. Yeah. So a real cool event. I went in it last year. Me and my friend Dave went in it last year. Like, hadn't even fished that lake really ever. We didn't do so mm-hmm. hot. But it was still awesome to be out there. Uh, Dave's out at a wedding that weekend, so I knocked on Bailey's door, and Bailey's gonna jump in the uh, in the boat. We're gonna see if we can't, you know, do Heck better yeah. than we did last year. Awesome. Yeah. Heck yeah. Go, We're go flipping it. and frogging. That's right. That's yep. right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're in a good part of the country to go fishing. Mm-hmm. They really are. That's, That's an awesome. Right. Yeah, around, around here we're fortunate. We don't, you know, none of the big reservoirs or anything like that. But from my office and our our headquarters, I'm probably 15 minutes away from you know, two dozen lakes you can go out to. Yeah, wow. and they really like nice. almost every one of them has them. Like yep, you can catch them out. Yeah, yep. that's 100%. awesome. I love to spend a year out there, like Minnesota, Wisconsin, and spend a year and fish a new lake every single day because you could easily do it. Yeah, that'd be so cool. It almost seems like you wouldn't run out of lakes. No, no. Oh, and if you go up to the county where our cottage is up in Vilas County, and that is, I mean, if you go look at Vilas County, Wisconsin on a map, your draw is going to drop. It's just lake upon lake upon lake. And so it's, it's more everyone's, lake land. everyone's different. I and mean, you drive through the, the main road, lake it's on the left, lake so on the right, cool. it's constant. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Hunter, do you have any questions for Sean before we hit him with our last one? Mm. do you throw do you throw your um jerk bait on a spinning rod or bait caster mm. andrew taught me well bait caster i think you <laughs> call one on like a second or third cast second or third cast <laughs> yeah. now yeah. i'm gonna be honest with you i might i might go back to trying to throw a jerk bait on a spinning rod for smallmouth because i think that could be beneficial expand andrew what do you think I think when you go with a bait caster with a jerk bait, people tend to overpower the rod. A softer rod with a parabolic bend tends to work a lot better with small mouth, mm-hmm. but a quick tip that you can really get that bait to slash and rip. Um, right. I'm a 100% a bait caster fan. I just I can't right. do it with the spinning Same. rod. But <laughs> I found I'm just trying by... to take it away not to lose a small mouth as much. You uh, know? <laughs> the biggest thing I found is like yeah. dropping down in line size and then having a soft, slightly softer rod so they can pull it and you can give to them a little bit. You more. really need it to be soft. Yeah. yeah. So, like that makes more, sense. Not so much soft, but more parabolic. So it, it flexes all the way right. through the rod. Yeah. Yeah. That's I... so ahead. in Abu terms. The rod that I have used for jerk baits in the Abu rod was the old red 610 medium light veracity was a pretty good jerk bait. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 I yeah, I got the Fantasista 610 medium light. Yeah. So it's probably yeah. around the same very thing. Similar. Very similar. Yeah, very parabolic. So my very team good. partner that I fish a bunch of team tournaments with, he actually won the, the high school national a while back when we were 
like that. I guess that was a long time ago when we were in high school, but uh, on a on a jerk bait on Kentucky Lake on a spinning rod. And he throws all of his jerk baits on a spinning rod to this day. And I yeah. throw it on the casting rod. And every once in a while, you know, he'll pick up a casting rod or something. But the majority of the time, he's always thrown it on a spinning rod. He can cast so freaking far with it, right? Um, but yeah, that makes sense. It's just uh, it, it's just what his preference is and what he's done. And I I've always been a bait caster guy, but we were on Mojave Lake Mojave in Nevada this last year, fishing for a boat. And I don't know, we were just losing them left and right, man. Just a smallmouth yeah. on a jerk bait is just a painful, painful. It's a, yeah, it's a dangerous it situation, <laughs> <laughs> especially when they're hot, like in the summer, like they're just. You know, oh, yeah. they do what they want. Treble hook, any treble hook bait with smallmouth in the summer is a no go. Like you're going to lose forty to sixty percent of them. I feel like on any. But it gets bit. Oh, they smoke it. That's the issue. I think they eat it too hard. Like when the water's it's like, like, you can just be like, I'm throwing over here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know why he was out there, but it's out there like over 15 foot of water just swimming, but he ate it and you cover a bunch of water. So between uh, that so and cranking. Weird. But it's funny, like you say that you lose so many in the summertime, but that water's forty-five to fifty-two degrees. You land every single. One. Oh, exactly. Yeah, every it does single slow one. up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're not coming to the surface like crazy. Like, yeah, oh, it's mm-hmm. it's got to be like because obviously when that water's colder, they're a little bit more denser, right? So it, that's probably got to be the biggest factor. When it's warmer, their mouths are a little bit softer, right? So- no, I think it's actually opposite. I think the smallmouth mouth is actually harder in the summer because they tend to be eating more bait fish on the bottom. Like what I find in Erie where I live is that they don't eat gobies when the, they eat them, but they don't eat them as much because they don't have to dig as deep into the rocks. So their mouth isn't so calloused up and beat up and thick. They're more eating bait fish. Hmm. So they tend to have softer jaws. Bailey, I think what we're talking about is just the, the water temp. And like yeah. if it when it's cold, they're not nearly as hot. Like they're not yeah. jumping like crazy. Like you know what I mean? When it's well, yeah. It's, I was just thinking like with different water temperatures, their mouths are just either softer or harder. If that it's harder to get a hook into them, that type of deal. I think it's based on what they're eating and when. Like if they're chasing bait fish, they don't have to have a rock hard mouth. But if they're going in and diving in on rocks, obviously, like think about your hands. You're weightlifting, right? You're going to get all calloused up and tough if you're pulling heavy weights all day. Smallmouth diving into rocks, they're going to get calluses and their teeth and gums are going to get harder because they're beat up and bruised and, and rehealing. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, you lose so many more fish on a drop shot in the summer because you don't get good hook penetration in them in 50 foot of water. That. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That was my, that was my experience on the yeah. St. Lawrence was like, these fish are bending hooks like yeah. inward. Like their mouths are so tough, man. It was crazy. Yeah. It's almost like there's like a bone inside and most of the time you're skin hooking them. If anything, yeah. the hook point's not actually penetrating. It's skin hooking. Just have them for a yeah, second. But if yeah. you hook that same fish in the spring when the water's like 50 and they're eating bait fish, minnows, and whatever's up in the water column, it'll go straight yeah. through and deep in that you can't even get it out right. unless you're going with players. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Very interesting. And that's just me catching small moth like. Every day of your life. Yeah. <laughs> I live. So, I live 15 minutes from there. Buffalo, so like, yeah. <laughs> it. I just noticed these That's things, cool. especially over the last like two years. I would say I'm like, it is insane yeah. how much different. 
And I don't think it's so much a pressure thing because I can run water that I know that nobody has been on. It's the same deal. I'm like, this fish is just barely skin hooked in the top of the mouth. And I'm like, right. this makes no sense. But it's down its throat, but it's barely skin hooked. Yeah. Hunter, were you on the elites when they went to Oahe the last time? You were? Yep. yep. So you, are you pretty excited to go back there? Um, Maybe not for the gas I, price that you have to pay to get there, but. True. I'm, or the I'm dirt excited. roads, the rock roads. Yeah. If we're taking out a mow bridge, which is like 80 miles or 100 miles north of where we took out of it's before. Yeah. So it's like a brand new lake, basically. Then. Uh, yes and no. Yeah. Um, I'm just glad like the last three tournaments are going to be more. Well, I should say the last three. St. Lawrence, we kind of know what we're getting into. Oahe and Mississippi River are both going to be kind of like grinder tournaments. And we really haven't had any of those besides like Chickamauga this year mm. where it was like a really a gr- like <laughs> we, we've yeah every event's been a slug fest I like those like go catch you 10 pounds a day you know <laughs> you know keep clicking and you catch you 12 pounds or you know what I mean and you're like in the hunt in the top 10 with 13 pounds or something <laughs> let's go <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna be I think it'll, it'll be a grinders tournament. You know, it'll come down to one or two bites. It'll probably still take decent weight, but it's not going to be St. Lawrence. Like, oh, you don't have 22 pounds. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. 22 pounds so. and in 70th place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fact. So here's the question. Here's the question. Uh, if you feel yeah. like, if you feel like answering, are we going to see Hunter Shryack on stage of Greenfish at the St. Lawrence River? No, no, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Dude, he hopes not. I think I, that was code for. That was code for. I, I'm not telling you. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I think that was code. Is thing. I don't want to catch green ones, but you know, if I have to, I'm yeah, if I have to, I know where some live. You know, like I got yeah. some pets, but <laughs> you no. Know, well, typically, that time of the the when we're going, everything tends to run. I mean, the smallmouth, large, everything tends to run. Uh, skinnier so they're not going to be as fat they're not going to be as built up from they just got done spawning yada 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 so um it's really tough to compete with largemouth specifically the time of the year that we're going to be there so later in the year you can you can have a day or two of good largemouth fishing but now everybody knows about it so you kind of split that up and there's only so many good bites to be had and if you split that up with couple other people then you know you're kicking around 16 to 17 pounds and any other place that's good but there it's like yeah you're in 90th place with 16 pounds (laughs) and you guys are going out uh, clayton right correct and canada's open this year i'm thinking it is we haven't had full confirmation on that yet because we were just talking about it is i hope it is Yes. I hope it is too. The Johnstons hope it is too. (laughs) (laughs) Chris and Corey. But no, it would definitely open things up to have that open. And it's like something we haven't had for the past two years. Yeah. It's having Canada. So it stinks kind of like running down the river, like with one hand over your eye, like don't look over there. 
Like I can only stay on this side. Yeah. Oh, that looks good. So I steering. Dang it, Canada. Yeah, that looks good. Can't go over Canada. <laughs> yeah, I think like over here in Buffalo, we couldn't start fishing Canada until like September last year. It was like okay. like in September we were like finally allowed to go over, and I think all of us were like, "Hooray!" And we all went to Canada like the same time. <laughs> the same day. <laughs> yeah, like, it was like, we all up and like, like hey, yeah. yeah, everyone in Erie it was the Americans on the Canadian side, and all the Can- uh, Canadians on the American side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, was, this spot hasn't been hit at all. No, yeah. it has. They all beat on it over there, and we all beat on the same stuff <laughs> yeah, over yeah, here. So. That's right. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Well, do you guys have anything for Sean or for uh, Deacon? Andrew, you guys have anything for Hunter before we uh, hit Sean with our last question? No? And I don't think so. Yeah. It's been great. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Sean. I think you know what's coming. It's our, our question we ask everyone that's that's new to the show. And uh, that is, yeah. if you could sit down and have a beer and a steak with any three individuals – they don't have to be in the fishing industry. They could be alive a thousand years ago or alive currently. What three individuals would you want to sit down with, have a steak and a beer, pick their brain? Did you prep for this real fast? I kind of should have known this was coming. I oh, good. Say, yeah. I I was saying you prepped it and you wrote down your answers. I, I saw you said, uh, Bill Bailey, at, uh, <laughs> yeah, just listen to your last one with uh, just one viewer on, Andrew. And you asked the question. Fine, I, should, I should have prepped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'll take a Packer. I'm a Packer fan, so I'll take a Packer. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take one that's not no, – no Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. I'll go uh, – I'll actually go Bart Starr as one of my guys. And obviously, yeah, I didn't watch a play or anything like that. But uh, gotten a little kick of reading, like, every Green Bay Packer book possible and read one about him and his wife and hmm. probably just the coolest people you would have ever sat down and – I don't even know if you would have had a beer, but – sitting down and, and chatting with him and his wife and all the cool things they did. Uh, just a, just a good person is what it seems like. So yeah, that'd be number one. Uh, I actually get a quick number two easy. Uh, I kind of gave you guys a, a quick overview of, uh, you know, my father-in-law got me in the, in, into fishing, really into fishing, you know, nights up on the lake where it's just him and I, and you know, mosquitoes and silence, you know, <laughs> of all what you don't gonna, get much of that these days. What he's going to drill me on. No. Um, yeah, he passed away you know, a couple of years ago and, uh, yeah, I think where, what'd be really cool sitting out with him and just sharing him with him. What like, honestly the last like 14 months of my life has been from being a 15 year guy at batteries plus and him and I chat about batteries to, you know, he'd be sitting, I don't even know if he would have known how to get on YouTube, but he would definitely have been sitting on the night, you know, and, and Hunter would have been his new favorite <laughs> and you guys would have been the one he's listening to every week. He would have just been so proud of, you know, That's cool being part of something that was awesome. his passion. So, you know, being able to sit down with him and share what, you know, has been, has been pretty cool. cool. Oh, and then number three, it's got to be. Probably Fletcher Shryock, right? Probably. A complete side note, but you know, Fletcher got me to buy a couple of rods last year when I had COVID sitting in my, in my, uh, bedroom and mlf was on tv and and he was his uh his rod he had a commercial with his rods and i'm like yeah, i'm gonna buy a couple of those you know since <laughs> the um, started with <laughs> <laughs> but the oh, uh buddy. i think the number three would probably be tied to jeff would be uh you know he was the you know 
the old school fishing show guy and you know probably like a jimmy houston you know oh, yeah, uh, yeah. it's like you know well this would make him proud if i was sitting down with jimmy houston having a you know having a steak and, and talking fishing he'd be like through the you know you know over the moon with it you know so our cool. start uh, my father-in-law you know was no longer with us and you know making him probably sit next to you know jimmy houston having a talk that's Very awesome hell yeah yeah it's a good list. That is a very good list. Sweet. Well, boys, I appreciate you guys joining us tonight. Sean, thank you again for everything, yeah. not just, you know, supporting the show. What do you got, Andy? Real quick, Sean, and this might get you excited. I totally forgot. I wanted to text you about this like two weeks ago. The Packers play the Bills in Buffalo on Sunday night, the night before Halloween. That oh. is an incredible time to come to Buffalo to speed crank, speed crank the face off of five and six pound small. You remember <laughs> we put a Santa Claus suit show out on the Serious Angler channel last time, right about that time of year. It and I think we caught what twenty-seven pounds in like forty-three minutes or something. It was the definition of stupid. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I feel like if yeah. uh, if I tell my wife it's for work, I, I have to be able. To That's go right. Work. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a, it's a we're having a meeting. That's all it is. <laughs> like, I love it. Love it. Watching Brian new speed crank on Lake Fork. <laughs> yeah, but for smallmouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Eight awesome. to one gear ratio, just yeah, speed as crank. fast as possible. Yeah, just, yeah. just then they rip the rod out of your hand, and they're all giants. <laughs> oh. Let's do it and set it up. Yeah, but for real, Sean, thank you so much for yeah, uh, support to the thank show you. and joining on here tonight. Hunter, thank you for joining on here tonight, letting us razzy a little bit. Thank you guys, uh, I appreciate pleasure it as always, dude. I always enjoy it. Heck yeah, <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah, well, thank fellas, you guys. Awesome. we appreciate you guys. The uh, we're Deacon, Andy, and I are going to close this thing out, but we appreciate you boys joining in and uh, hopefully get you guys back on here real soon. Can't Looking wait. Forward to see what's ahead. Thank you All for right. everything. Yeah, Sounds thanks. good. Thank you, guys. See you, guys. Yeah. Boys, we have uh, quite the road ahead of us here. Yeah. It's pretty awesome to, you know, re-energize the uh, Serious Angler platform with X2 here and exciting things ahead, not just for us, but all the listeners as well. And I want to reinforce guys, if you have not already, if you're listening to this episode, not just tuning in live here to uh, head over to the link below and get signed up for that giveaway. All you got to do is follow X2 and comment on that post where they announced the partnership with Sirius Angler. And you can win yourself a free AGM battery and a swag pack. And the swag pack is freaking sweet. Now look at this shirt Andy's wearing. I mean, the t-shirts themselves are like that Deacon's wear, and they're not only yeah. just like sick looking, but they're comfy. Yeah. Oh, get out. Yeah. 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 It's got a bass on the back, too. Heck, yeah. yeah. Well, not even that, but like the thing I love the most about it, beyond just that we believe Extra. in the product, is like the things they stand for. Yeah. Family values, too. Like when you can include family values into a major corporation type setting – you know it's a win-win because they have your back regardless. And that I think that's the most important thing. Like there are a ton of companies out there that say they do something, but the moment you call, it's a runaround, right? You know you're not going to get that with X2. You know they are going to help you figure out what is going on and how can we help you. And I think that is the most important thing beyond everything 
is the customer service aspect not only is there, but they also have an amazing product to offer. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing that stands out to me, and I have a unique uh, privilege of working with Sean and the X2 team behind the scenes for my full-time gig. And one of the things that stood out to me a while back was uh, one of the team members for X2 is Carl Jacobson. He does that whole thing. People keep up with him of like cleaning up garbage and stuff on his off days or uh, you know, maybe days, you know, he has a bad tournament and like for day three, he gets some of the guys that didn't make day three and they go clean up. Right. Uh, Sean just wanted to, the whole team wanted to support it. Didn't even want any recognition for it. Just wanted to see what they could do to support it. That speaks volumes. So it's a, it's a pretty cool team to be a part of. And hopefully you guys all feel the same way. And we know this is going to help you guys as well. You, you listeners and fans. So stay tuned for a lot of pretty cool content and ways to, uh, to win and get yourself some sweet batteries. Heck yeah. Well, boys, I think that's going to cut it for tonight. Any uh, Anything coming up that we want to uh, let the folks know before we tune out here? Oh, lots of big smallmouth picks the next two weeks. That's all I'm going to leave it there at. So it's going to be fun. <laughs> Deacon, yeah. you got a trip coming up. Oahe, right? Yeah. yeah, man. So I'm headed out Friday or Saturday, probably Saturday, depending on the work here. But um, yeah, I'm headed up to Lake Oahe doing our or Bass Nation State Qual. Go get them, dude. So, yeah, I'm excited, man. We'll absolutely put the X2s to the test. And uh, because it's going to be, uh, that lake is 300 miles long and it can get can get pretty windy. So I'll probably be spot locked a lot, that kind of a thing. So Great Should plains, be, great, great wind. Great plains, great wind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly well, right. enjoy, buddy. We're looking forward to see how you do up there. I will be headed to Sturgeon Bay actually next week. Another you know, great lake, great yeah. wind type of place. Um, and to do a little bit of hummingbird sneak sneak. So I'm excited to see what uh, what that's going to bring. But, you uh, are becoming the traveling man. I no. Dude, like June and July, I think I'm home like a total of maybe seven to eight days. Wow. Yeah. Behind you, man. I like yeah, it. I'll be very lucky to uh, – have a fiance when I get home in July. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. I'll be like, all right, man, you better be, you better be doing the right steps. You're about to take a lot of time. Yeah, off. It's right, it's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, a majority of it all is work trips, but still, like, it's a lot of time away from home. Mm-hmm. No doubt. But while we're young, right? Travel for that's my thought anyway. Yeah, that's right. Well, boys, it's good to uh, finally get the full crew on here in a show. We need to do this more often and. I know this is our craziest time of year, especially because we're all Derbers and Andy's guiding yeah. every day. And uh, Yeah, I got to be up at 4 a.m., so this is going to be fun. I'm whooped oh. already. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to let Andy go, but for real, like, no, I'm, I'm good. Said, I'm good. I'm all ready to go. I just got to go hook the boat up, and then I'm set. So, Heck yeah. yeah. Well, I just want to say a quick thank you to the, to the viewers and listeners that, you know, during this time of year, they're still, like, Every single show, always chime in, regardless of it's Andy's solo, Deacon's solo, you know, whoever might be missing for shows, everyone's always tuning in and we appreciate the little community that we built here. So yeah. wouldn't happen without the folks that come in day in, day out and watch and listen to every show. So absolutely incredible. Thanks for the support, guys. Thank you. Heck yeah. Well, boys, we'll see you guys later this week. That's good. <laughs>
which allows us to access more time and more variables to be able to bring to the show to make it better for you guys. So hope you enjoyed it. And if you did and you liked some of the things we talked about in this episode and want to check out our show partners, all of that is in every single show description. You can click down there. It's got all of our discount codes, all of our links to our show partners where you guys can go and support the people that support this show and help us make this show happen. And of course, this show does not happen without you guys. You guys know we appreciate you. You're the Sears Sanger fam. You're the reason we're here. Appreciate y'all. And we'll see y'all on the next one.